When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Reroll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. And uh, I actually don't have an individual Inked Marketing Solutions project to promote on this here pre-roll. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about uh, Inked Marketing in just a little more detail, what they actually do. Um, well, uh, in, in a time of uh, uh, Kickstarters, uh, this, this is the Kickstarter age, no doubt about it. Um, there's, uh, I've seen it happen way too many times. Uh, big books that should be great don't know how to actually do the, uh, I don't know, the the boring shit when it comes to putting on a a Kickstarter. And that's where Inked Marketing comes in. Uh, they do all the important boring shit. Uh, you make the comic, Inked Marketing makes sure that it gets funded, is what it comes down to. Uh, it's a, an advertising signal boosting uh, juggernaut. The uh, the success rate is just... <laughs> it's hard to match, man. It's hard to match. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but as somebody that follows all of these uh, 
these campaigns and everything, as long as you follow Inked Marketing's uh, uh, the, the individualized program, and that's the cool thing. It's not like it's everybody gets you. You do it this way, and you get that. No. Uh, Kevin, the man behind it all, he sits down with you and it, it, it's a real life conversation. You know, it's a very personal situation and, you know, he says, okay, well, you want to get out of this? Uh, this is what I feel is reasonable. And then it, it's, uh, I guess the, the man, he's a marketing expert. That's what he does. Um, so he's taking his expertise to the Kickstarter and Indiegogo, really just a crowdfunded community, and uh, he's, he's doing amazing things. So, um, yeah, and, and it, with all of these pre-rolls, if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you hear me talk about inked marketing, and, you know, the, uh, more so the projects that they promote, I, I, I feel that you really need to know who inked marketing is uh, early. Get in on the ground floor. And, you know, if you're a creator listening to this right now, uh, just... Search Inked Marketing Solutions, and if you can't find them for whatever reason, um, you should be able to find them. Then you know where to find me, at Cheers to Comics, anywhere. Just, yeah, get a hold of me, and I will put you in touch with the right person to uh, to get your, your uh, campaign funded. So, there you go. Uh, Inked Marketing Solutions, people. Get some. to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 340. The 340th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a Polis Priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future. Um, more specifically, the uh, the Final Order cutoff books, the books that need to be ordered by the weekend, uh, specifically the 15th, the 16th, you know, we'll just say the weekend. Um, and then uh, also, I'll be reminding you of the books that you probably should have already pre-ordered, but in case you missed it, or you're uh, you're what I like to call a, a shelf dweller, someone that doesn't... Uh, Pre-order your books. You just kind of cross your fingers and hope they're going to be there. Mm, you're a brave soul. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't fault you. Um, well, no, I, I fault you. I don't judge you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, then yeah, uh, the, the, I'll be going over those books as well. Uh, the next new comic book day bunch. So, um, yeah, let's get on with it, man. We're going to start with these FOCs though. Specifically from Lunar Distribution. Um, yeah, uh, if you don't know, I'm sure you do know by now, but if you don't, uh, I'll, I'll learn you real quick. There's multiple places that comic books get shipped to, to stores now, and uh, they come in at different times, you know, between Lunar and Diamond, and soon we'll be talking about Penguin as well. Oh, this podcast is going to get real interesting. Um, come October, by the way, Marvel is going through Penguin. Still going to be Wednesdays. I do have that confirmed. Um, so, yeah, so it's going to be separate stuff all over again. Uh, I mean, it, it, the same separate as it is now. But we, we, I think it would have been a, uh, been a good opportunity to maybe just say, hey, let's just make it Tuesdays. Uh, but that's fine. It, it's, it's fine the way it is, right? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so Lunar. Right now they're shipping DC and uh, Scout. And now, most recently, Ahoy Comics. And I would imagine it's only going to keep growing. 
Um, I know that IDW and Dark Horse plan on going through Penguin. So I, I don't know where places like Vault and uh, Valiant and... Oh, I don't know. The, all the other indies. Image, Boom. I don't know where they're going to be, uh, be shipped from. So it's all stuff to keep an eye on. But in the meantime, right now, Lunar, we'll be talking about DC and Scout and Ahoy, if applicable. Alright, due to be ordered by the 15th of August, we have, right off the bat, um, <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> look at me, look at me and my puns, uh, Batman, did you guess that? Number 112, this is, I believe, yeah, so uh, we do have uh, a first appearance in this, according to the old Key Collector app, um, uh, we have the first appearance of Peacekeeper X, we have you know, we've seen Peacekeeper 1. He seems to be, you know, the main one. But now we're going to get a Peacekeeper X. Uh, so yeah, keep your eye on all this. Um, it's looking like uh, things are going to... I don't know. Batman, in case you don't know. And uh, it's okay that you don't know because I'm just finding out myself. It's kind of breaking news here. We thought James Tynan the fourth, would be on Batman for some time now. You know, he's rocking it. He's doing great. Um, he's the, I would assume, writing Batman and being the, the Eisner winner for best writer. You're, you're gonna, you're probably gonna be the highest paid person in comics, right? But, uh, you know, he, he's deciding that apparently there's, there's better out there than being the, the, uh, the person in the most probably sought after job in all of comics, the writer of Batman. Um, well... He's, he's not just leaving Batman. He's leaving behind superheroes and DC altogether. He's going to write for... I, I don't... I forget what it is. It, honestly, it's, it's such a weird concept to me. I have a hard... My brain couldn't even really grasp it. I forget what the name of it is. It seems like it's like a blog site. But um, apparently somehow they're going to produce digital comics through it. And this, these are the things, people. Remember in the beginning of the Diamond Shutdown when I said, Oh, sweep the leg. Once Diamond falters, you know, there's going to be a digital shift. Um, and I, I, I guess I don't think that's calling, you know, Diamond faltering is causing this by any means. Um, and I don't think James Tynan IV was the first to do Who was it? Nick Spencer, I think, was the one that kind of um, really paved the way. James Tynan's just the first big name to follow. So from here on out, there's going to be... I mean, if there's more money to be made that way, you're, you have 100% complete creative control... Um, and that's, that's, I guess, if writers don't care, if their product is only produced digitally, you know, they, 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 uh, then, uh, I don't know, these, 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 are, these are the things, you know, the times they are a-changing, we'll see, uh, but this is a big name to go, uh, you know, this is, <laughs> Nick Spencer's one thing, but James Tynan the fourth, he's undeniable, uh, now, did, what does this mean for Boom and all that? He didn't say anything about stepping away from Boom. You know, he's still going to be doing House of Slaughter and all that, I would imagine. But after Batman 117, this whole Fear State thing, um, no more. So, with that being said, speculating on uh, Tynan Creations, new characters, I don't know. I don't know where that could go, because now it's up to somebody else to to steer the ship on these guys. You know, for all we know, whoever's taking over, please be Tom Taylor. I know Tom Taylor has a big DC announcement coming soon. He said it's a dream come true working with his, uh, a dream artist. Um, 
Tom Taylor writing Batman and Superman at the same time? Uh, that why not? Why not? It's just another comic, you know. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen yet if they've announced uh, who the next writer would be. We still got over five issues past this. Well, five issues beyond this this FOC here. Um, so I don't know, man. Uh, now, what is? Uh, I have a feeling that whoever takes over is more than likely going to continue to use at least a few of these characters that he's created. He's created an abundance of them. He's created like an entire new uh, Rogues Gallery and Allies Gallery, and I mean Ghostmaker. I really want Ghostmaker to continue to be a thing. I think it's maybe ugh, my favorite part, to be honest, of this whole Tynan run. Ah, I mean, then you have, oh, what's her face? Miracle Molly and Punchline, and we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, I think he's end, er, leaving Joker after issue 11, I believe. So, yeah, man. And I don't think there's anything else that he's writing through DC, with the exception of Nice House on the Lake, but that's supposed to only be a mini series, so it'll more than likely be wrapped up by the time that comes anyway. Um, so what, I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't expect him or any more Nice House on the Lake, a continuation. So it wouldn't, I know it's supposed to be just a miniseries, and sure, maybe they could make a movie or a, um, a, uh, a TV series just based off of one six-issue whatever. I don't know. Um, but uh, it's, there's that one move. That one move leaves a lot up in the air to be questioned, so keep all of these uh, variables and things in mind, people. So with that being said, a new Peacekeeper in a Batman book where the writer and creator is going to be leaving, I don't know, Um, maybe pick up two, you know? Uh, I'm not going to go big on it, let's put it that way. Uh, There's a Jorge Molina cover, that's badass. And then there's a 1 in 25 Lucio Perillo cover as well. And it looks like there's also a 1 in 50 as well. Jesus Christ. Okay. Right on. So, um, those higher incentive covers might be something on a new first appearance. Um, No, no, it doesn't look like there's any cover appearances on here that I could see. Let me zoom in on the A cover. Maybe that is Peacekeeper X in the cover there. Kind of small. I don't know. Um, Brad. Uh, then we have Batman The Adventures Continue Season 2. We have the first appearance of, what's his name? Muscle. I want to say Murder Face for some reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, once again. You know, I mean, uh, what, what was what's what was the first appearance that popped up in the last Batman Adventures? What was it, number two in the first season? Um, shit, I forget his name, but he was Deathstroke's something. Sunny, that was it. Um, I mean, that kind of boosted up a little bit, but hasn't really been utilized since. Well, this muscle person. Uh, we'll see. But I'll say one thing: Rob Guillory is getting the A cover. Is he doing any of this book? Okay, no, just the cover. Oh, man. I love it. I love it as a Guillory fan. What do we got here? And then Jordan Gibson getting the B cardstock. Is there anything else? No, that's it. Uh, Batman Urban Legends, number seven. We got a Francesco Matina A cover. This is revolving around old Terry McGinnis. So, yeah, man. Um, If you're a Batman Beyond fan, like I am, and you don't have Batman Beyond right now, 
This is a this is a book you're probably gonna want to pick up. And there's a badass cover. <laughs> it really is. I don't know why all of a sudden I have an accent. Um, let's see here. He Hicham Habichi on the B cover. And yeah, cool. Um, I guess he made him a a, a samurai. What? Okay. And then what's the the C cover here? The fuck is that? What's going on there? What? what? Chris Burnham? All right. It's all. Huh. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I see. Um, no, sorry. There, there, there's just all types of new-looking people on here, and there were some perspectives on here. I was trying to figure out, but I figured it out. It's a robot stretchy arm. Mm-hmm. You'll have to see for yourself. That's the uh, what is this? The C cover, Chris Burnham. There you go. That's Urban Legend Seven. Then we got Black Mana. Number one. Originally, I mean, I like Black Mana. Sure, I actually, I think he's a, a badass, to be honest. Um, would I, do I really need a Black Mana series for me? No. But then, then I found out that it's all uh, <laughs> Chuck Brown doing it. And I thought, well, 100%, yes. 100%. Why wouldn't I? Chuck Brown, he's the dude behind Bitterroot. You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's good, people. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to do Black Mana a lot of justice. What do we got here? Sanford Green getting the B cover. Why wouldn't he? That's a Bitterroot boy. And then uh, Francis Manpool getting the 1 in 25. Is he going to pass 125? Nope. Yeah, so there's a 1 in 25 on that as well. We got Crush and Lobo. Number four, two covers there. The B by Paulina. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have even tried to pronounce it. Uh, Ganao? Ganchao? Ganuchao? Ganuchu? I'm sorry. Paulina G. Uh, and then we have DC Horror presents The Conjuring, The Lover, number four, two covers there. Ah, <sighs> trades, trades. Green Lantern, number six. Let's see, just the cardstock variant. All right, so apparently the B cover didn't come out for the last Green Lantern. So the B covers on FOCs this week. Sweet though, Sinestro and whatnot. Uh, Infinite Frontier, number six, wrapping up there. Mitch Garrett's on the A, and Brian Hitch on the B. You gotta be reading Infinite Frontier if you want to know the future of DC, people. Uh, Joker presents a puzzle box number two. Uh, Zarsky on the A. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Chris, Sean Crystal on the B. This is Matthew Rosenberg doing the Joker. Come on, come on. Uh, Justice League number 67, two covers there. Alexander Lozano getting that B cover, and oh, that is a great cover, man. I think Alexander Lozano is, he's so underrated. He's so underrated. I don't know why, I have these fan clubs for like Lucio Perillo and Clayton Crane and all this stuff. I think I should start the Alexander Lozano fan club, because that dude just does not get enough praise. He could take any character that I could give so few shits about and just make it such an appealing cover. He's so good. Uh, I mean, you'll see for yourself, people. Uh, Justice League Infinity, number three. Uh, from Scout this week on the FOCs, we've got Midnight Western Theater, number five, wrapping up there. It's uh, Vampire Cowboys, people. Well, vampires in the West with cowboys. Maybe some of these cowboys become vampires. You're just going to have to see for yourself, city boy. Um, Nice House on the Lake, number four. Okay, this isn't a six-parter, it's a 12-parter. Ooh, so a maxi-series. Now that... Yeah, that could still be developed into something for sure. 
you can make a full series out of 12 issues, no doubt. Or, uh, not a full series, a, a movie. You probably make a movie. So, uh, yeah, man. Stay on the series, people. I don't have to tell you that, though. You already know that. You don't have to be told to buy Nice House on the Lake. Jesus Christ, look at that B cover. He said through podcasts. Uh, Tiffany Turrell? Man, that is great. See, I could see this cover right here being blown up to like a 4 by 8 or I guess it'd be like a 4 by 7 maybe would the dimensions be? I don't fucking know. Um, giant oil painting and displayed in a the 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 where do they display stuff? A museum. <laughs> there we go, or an art gallery, but more like a museum because it looks like uh, Da Vinci painted it. It just, oh my god, it's so good. That is good. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry, that's just, that, that's so cool. And it's not even like Iron Man or anything. Like I said, it, it looks like fine art. Uh, Knight of the Cadillacs, number one. This is from Scout. There's an A cover, then there's a 1 in 25 foil incentive as well, done by Laurent Jacques. 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 Jackie? Oh. Shiny. Look at that grill. Let me see your grill. It's all bloody. I bet it's even shinier when it's foiled. Mm -hmm. You know, it'd be super cool if the whole cover here uh, wasn't foil and it was just the grill part, the diamonds and whatnot. I bet. Mm, I bet that would uh, be cool. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Rorschach wrapping up with the 12th issue. You know, you got your two covers there. Uh, we got Sensational Juan de Romas, number seven. Something happens in this one, too. Uh, first appearance of, uh, Natalia Close. So, yeah, who that is, I don't know. But she's a socialite with a dark past, according to, uh, this. So, mm-hmm, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, like it's a DC spec. It's it's not gonna be a quick flip. Uh, there's so few times that new characters uh, are are, are quick flippable. Quick flippable. That sounds like the name of a. That sounds like the tune they would sing in like a Mary Poppins movie. Quick flippable. Quick flippable. I'm sorry. I'm all jacked up on fucking Mountain Dew, people. I've been on the road for six days straight. Um, I, I feel so good getting back on the microphone, talking to you people. Uh, so I'm just gonna, you're gonna have to deal with this for a minute. Uh, so yeah, no, I mean, once again, you know, long term, at, at best, with these, we'll see. Two covers, Tula Lote has a cardstock variant there. Uh, what is Snelson Comedy is Dying? Uh, I don't, so, uh, this isn't a Hoy book. Alright, that's what I thought. Um, alright, so what's it say here? Snelson's stand-up comedy is two decades past its sell-by date, and Heckler's now outnumber fans. His interpretation of this rejection as cancellation of being edgy propels Snelson to the fringes of alt-right podcasting. Oh, man. Um... <laughs> uh, as a... As somebody that is, well in tune with comedy um this this is a this is very very appealing to me i need to go through and find number 1 
of this. Snelson Comedy is Dying, number two. Uh, it's a five-parter out of Ahoy done by Paul Constant and Fred Harper. Um, I'm not going to get into any details as to why I find this hilarious because I don't need to create any division on my podcast. God forbid somebody think that I lean a certain way or something, um, and I don't know that. Uh, but uh, the, <laughs> the, 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 the following the, the, the cancel culture and comedy to me, it's a very intriguing subject. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a few comedians specifically that I won't name by name. Uh, and that, that's why I don't want to cause division for that matter. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's sad. I, I, I want to, uh, I'm curious. I'm very curious to see if they get, they're, they're talking about anybody in particular in this, um, loosely, you know, I don't know. I, it has my attention. I fucking love stand-up comedy. It's my favorite art firm. Out firm? It's my favorite art firm outside of uh, comic books, of course. I just like comics, you know? Funny kind. Uh, paper kind. Paper funny kind. I don't know. There's a lot of comics, right? I like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Suicide Squad, number seven. Uh, two covers on that one. The Be Done by Kevin McGuire. Uh, Superman, Son of Cal L, number one, second printing. Look at that cover. That is just gorgeous, I'm telling you. Uh, John Timms. That's beautiful. Um, is the uh, second printing worth picking up? I would say, I mean, I wouldn't pick up an abundance of them. But if you've got a little extra room on your pull list, it's a Tom Taylor joint, people. Um, remember how Nightwing number one didn't, or uh, number one, the uh, Nightwing 78, Tom Taylor's first issue on Nightwing, didn't really do anything, and then people gave it a shot, and then two or three issues in, all of a sudden it became like a $25, $30 book, the number one. And there, that first appearance was always there. Um, that's not what people are speculating on. It's the fact that it's really good. And uh, the the same thing I think may actually happen with Son of Kal El. I think that number one, aside you know the first print, aside from having uh, obvious visual cover appeal, uh, the 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 reprint of an amazing story uh, may may actually uh, stand up through time as well. But once again, I'm not saying um, go go big. Looks like there's a one in twenty five as well, but it it must just be a virgin. Uh, Swamp Thing, number seven, two covers there. Francesco Mattina still getting the card stock on that, as well he should, because look. I think some of the best work that, uh, Mattina's doing right now is on Swamp Thing. I'm loving it. And then, uh, yeah, that's it for Lunar this week. Let's, uh, uh, once again, you have to order your Lunar books before Sunday, people. I know you don't have a lot of time to get it in, but, um, really, how much do you need from the time you listen to this? You know? Uh, just, just hurry up and do it. You know, pause it as soon as I'm done saying stuff here in a second, and then uh, write it all down. You know, and then uh, yeah, and then we'll 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 get to diamond. So hold on, pause, do do do, and uh, yeah, let's let's move on over to diamond now. Uh, these are the stuffs. These are the stuffs. Look at me and my good words. Like uh, this is the, the these are the books that need to be ordered by Monday the 16th at the absolute latest. Uh, we're going to start out with uh, the Vault. The Vault FOCs, we've got 
Whoa. Alright, man. This is badass. Cool. Um, Barbaric number one is going into a third printing. Uh, amazing. Uh, now, now with Diamond, keep in mind, I guess i got to give a little bit of a, a heads up here. Uh, as I record this podcast, the FOCs through Diamond aren't 100% finalized yet. And um, even up until the uh, the actual cutoff date itself, some of the covers even aren't fully revealed. Most of them end up getting revealed, but a lot of the cover art, you know, it's uh, it takes them a minute. So I don't have the images for everything um, on this, so just keep that in mind. Um, and things are subject to change as well. They may add a thing or two from the time, and it's only like... I don't know, a 16-hour difference between the time I record this and the time it's finalized. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Keep all this in mind. Let's go with... Uh, actually, as a matter of fact, it's like a 12-hour difference at this point. Barbaric, number one. Like I said, third printing. Yeah, I'd pick that up. Barbera's gonna... Barbera? Barbaric's gonna be huge. And then number two actually has a couple of uh, deluxe variants as well. You know, Number two already came out. We know that. But they're 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 putting some variants on the FOCs because let's face it, this series is going to be huge. Uh, Dead box number one looks like the this was pushed on the FOCs. This was on the FOCs last week. It was moved forward. That's badass. There's four covers on this one. I already talked about this one. Oh wait, no. They're doing okay. There's not four covers on this one. So Dead Box number one and number two are going to be on the FOCs this week now. That's a that's a risky move. I'm not always a big fan of them releasing two issues at the same time. But uh, stuff happens when it comes to release dates with these indies. And a lot of times they don't want to push the whole series back. So maybe they'll just say, oh, the first issue is delayed, but everything else is on time. And we really want to get it within that time frame anyway. So we'll just release one and two at the same time. I, I, don't know. I mean, I understand it, but it's not the preferred way to go from you know, from the perspective of a reader. But I have, I'm super excited about this series. So I'm not, I'm not going to be mad at this one. Um, we've also got the last book you'll ever read, number one, getting a second printing. I think you should definitely, maybe, definitely, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I think picking up uh, the second printing of this this first issue of this series isn't a bad idea. Um, you know, like I said, you don't need to get an abundance of them, but having having one tucked away in your collection, it could could prove to be worth your uh, worth your while um, down the road. Because I after reading number one, I was I was blown away. I think it's the best thing Colin Bunn's ever done, at least to my knowledge. And then uh, the last book you'll ever read, number two, also on the uh, FOCs this week. It looks like there's one, two, three, four covers on this one. There's a black bag variant. Looks like there's two black bag variants. All right. Like I said, something that that may not be true because <laughs> it's not finalized yet, but there you go. Uh, Wasted Space, number 23. We've got Witch Blood, number 6. Two cover, three covers there. So a lot of books on the FOCs from Vault this week. That was just Vault. Good lord. Uh, how's about... Well, we got a long way to scroll up now. Oh, boy. Um, Jesus Christ. How about Heavy Metal? Anything from Heavy Metal? Yeah, we've got Cold Dead War, number 4. Uh, wrapping up a four-part miniseries there, so that's Heavy Metal. A uh, series not often talked about. 
or a publisher not often talk about. Talk, Jesus, my words. Uh, from Black Mask. <laughs> See what happens when I don't podcast for a week? I don't talk good no more. Uh, Black Mask Comics, we've got what? Number three. Uh-huh. Well, this one also be limited to 2500 in the first print. I don't know. I don't know. Does it say here? Yep, it sure does. See? See what happens when you just click and read? Limited to 2500 So keep that in mind. Oh, wait a second. This was pushed forward. I remember that cover. And I might have actually missed it, too. So it's a good... We're getting a second chance here, people. Mm-hmm. Is this last week's FOZs? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Second chance is all around. Aftershock. From Aftershock, we've got Search for Who. Number one. What this is? Steve Orlando and John Sui, along with Rubine on the cover. And I guess he's doing the art as well. So, Jesus, this is a big, long... Ah, oh, fuck. All right, I see. Let's just try to pick out some... Uh, some some words here uh live family hmm. secrets military uh attack robbery mother china jewish um peace there you go those are just some uh <laughs> some of the words that i pulled out of this giant 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 description. Uh, I think the cover says a lot, though, you know? The guy's got a fucking mace. Uh, wow. Who f who throws a mace? Come on. Alright, uh, continuing on. That was Aftershock. Aftershock does good stuff, though. Uh, boom! Studios, we have Eve number five wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Will it get the extension? I don't know. We'll just have to see. Um, I'm actually way behind. I read the number one, but now I gotta... I'm going to wait for five to come out and just binge the poop out of it. And we got Mamo number three, a little five-parter. Just one cover. Eve has two covers, by the way. Uh, Mighty Morphin number 11. How many covers here? Three. Look at that torque. Torque carry variants. Badass. Why is this? FOC reveal cover. Once again, I feel like that was on last week's FOCs. Strange. Um, if I feel any more like this, I'm going to have to go through and... <laughs> uh, Canto, number three. This is from Lionhearted. The, that chapter, the third chapter. So, chapter three, verse three. Uh -huh. Canto. We're reading Canto, right, people? I, I fucking love Canto. Stay tuned, because uh, I'll be talking to David Boer here real soon. Mm-hmm. And what else do we have? We've got Star Trek Mirror War, number zero. Two covers there. We got Star Wars Adventures, number nine. Now this, apparently, is the first appearance of Bobo Fett. Bobo? Mm. Sorry. Boba Fett in the uh, <laughs> Star Wars Adventures title. Uh, what that means, I don't know. But it's a Boba Fett cover on the B, so keep that in mind. And if you like Mace Windu in the color purple, and uh, not the movie, I'm just talking about the color purple then this is, uh, the A cover is for you. Look at that. Nice. Look at these Mandalorians, oh my gosh. Is that just one Mandalorian? That might just be one Mandalorian. Um, mm-hmm. And then lastly, we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number four! This is, uh, yeah, Last Ronin. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, we're we're almost there, people. I think it's like once every three months we're getting one of these, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, um, it's worth it. It's worth it. It gives us plenty to talk about in between. That's for damn sure. What is this? IDW. Let's go Dark Horse now. Anything from Dark Horse on the FOCs? Uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation number three. Two covers there. Maze book. Oh yeah, I think I remember looking at this in previews. Uh, it's Jeff Lemire. Yeah, totally. Written and drawn by. Uh, it's it's gonna be cool. Uh, let's see here. A lonely building inspector, still grieving the loss of his puzzle-loving daughter, receives a mysterious phone call one night from a girl claiming it's her, and that she's trapped in the middle of a labyrinth. Convinced that this child is contacting contacting him <laughs> from beyond this world, he uses an unfinished maze maze from one of her journals and a map of the city to trace an intricate path through a different plane of reality on an intense and melancholy. Colony, uh, melancholy. Why can't I say that word? Melancholy. Sounds like I'm slurring it when I say it. Melancholy. Adventure to bring his daughter back home. The only out is in. The only way out is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, totally. A fucking million percent yes. It's Jeff Lemire, people. And what do we got here? There's a B cover. Who's doing the B cover? Andre Sorrentino. Of course. That's badass too. I love it. And then lastly, from Dark Horse, we've got the unbelievable Unteens World of Black Hammer number two of a four-parter. God damn it. I'm digging it, people. Um, I haven't had a chance to read number one yet, but Lord, am I excited. And uh, to wrap up the indies on the FOCs this week, we're going to talk image. We have Deadly Class number 48, two covers there. Excellence number 11, two covers there. Helm Grey Castles wrapping up with its fourth issue. Little mini series all wrapped up. Two covers. Uh, Manifest Destiny, number 45. Uh, you, The Me You Love in the Dark, number two. That first issue was great. All the hype is real, people. It's good. Very good. Uh, we've got Moonshine, number 27. Uh, Ordinary Gods, number three. I think people are still talking about this one. Uh, Scumbag, number 10. I know I'm still talking about this one. Two covers on Scumbag. Six Sidekicks of Trigger. Trigger Keaton. Number four, six sidekicks to Trigger Keaton. That's a mouthful. Um, let's see, two covers on that one. This is one that, this is an ongoing actually. Shit, I forgot, I gotta, I gotta catch up on this. Um, and then uh, Stillwater, number 10. People still loving Stillwater. And uh, lastly from Image, we have Trover Saves the Universe, number two. If you're an homage variant collector, then you're probably going to want to get in on this test stone. Uh, I think it's just the A cover. Just one cover, that's it. So it's not a variant cover. It makes it easy for collectors, you know, if you just want to read the series. The good cover is the A cover as well. Mm-hmm. It's, um... Fuck, what... I don't know why I can never remember the name of the goddamn issue. Just a classic Wolverine homage. It's good. It's really good. So now let's uh, go to the big boys here, huh? Let's go to Marvel. This is where all the speculation is, right? This is where you make the money. All that other stuff is Dogecoin, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the Bitcoin stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Metaphors. Uh, From Marvel this week, we've got Amazing Spiderman number 73. One, two covers on it. Uh, Who's featured on the old... uh, 
uh, what do you call it? handbook cover. Uh, ah, fucking shocker. Look at you. Nice. Nice. So yeah, two covers on that. Almost done with Nick Spencer. I mean, Nick Spencer's almost done with Spider-Man. <laughs> Avengers, tech on number two. Two covers there. Champions, number nine. Champions is still way badass. Um, Conan, number 25. Looks like they're doing something big for Conan here. A uh, bunch of covers to celebrate 25 issues. One, two, three. Well, five covers, but there's also a 1 in 10 Eastman. There's a 1 in 25, and there's a 1 in 50. Um, I think the 1 in 10 and the 1 in 25, if you were to, to speculate on any type of potential gain with those incentives... Are probably the big ones. The one in fifty, is probably the least appealing. Um, they, they're calling it the hidden gem variant, but the the Muhammad Asrar uh, was it the one in twenty five. It's you know it's an amazing fantasy fifteen homage, and you know people love that. And then uh, the one in ten is Kevin Eastman. So just Kevin Eastman doing Conan. Take it for what you will. Uh, I like the one in ten personally. So. Yeah, will they have any meat on the bone, you know, leaving the shop off the wall? I don't know. Um, you know, is it worth ordering 25 to get that? Mm, I, I, I don't know, because honestly, I don't know how many people are reading Conan. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it comes down to, it, it's a niche market. You know, you've got uh, either the homage variant collectors or the Kevin Eastman fanatics. Like, those are the people you have to play into. There's no real key value into this. No one gives a shit about a Marvel series going 25 issues. Yeah, sure, maybe it's a surprise that Conan made it 25 issues. I'm honestly surprised that it made it 25 issues after Jason Aaron left. Not to take away from Jim Zub, you know. I haven't read it past, you know, after Jason Aaron. <laughs> when he left, I was like, oh, I guess I'm not reading Conan anymore. But I haven't dropped it. So... It's been getting my money. I guess I'm part of the, the success of this book, huh? Yeah? yeah? And then, like I said, five covers to choose from as well that aren't incentives. So pick your poison, people. Congratulations, 25 issues of Conan. Uh, Daredevil number 34, two covers there, three covers there. One of them's a Miles Morales anniversary. Uh, yeah, look at him in his new suit. Them duds. And that's not that's the Electra Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood, number two. Uh, let's see here. Is that... That's a Daniel Warren Johnson B cover, people. A billion times yes. You're obviously buying this book. I'm obviously buying this book. It's a Wolverine, Deadpool, Daniel Warren Johnson cover. That's just red and black and white. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it so much. Let's see here. Carla Pacheco's... Leading the the team, it looks like. And then there's a bunch of others as well, so. Amazing. Um, yeah, I'll be after the variant on this one. We've got Defenders, number two. There's a uh, first full appearance of... Oh, what's what's the person's name? Um, God damn it. Sure, freaking Omnimax. I knew there was something to do with an X. Yeah, first appearance of Omnimax. There's a, a cameo in number one, but... What it means, I don't know. No, I haven't. Admittedly, I haven't even been to the shop to pick up my books yet. Like I, I just got into town. You know, I've got, I've actually got two weeks of books. I've got probably close to a hundred books waiting for me in my pull list. 
without exaggerating, like maybe a little less, but close to it. <sighs> it's going to be a whole lot of bagging and boarding. So yeah, the, my point is I haven't gotten around to reading anything yet. I don't know what Defenders One was all about. I don't. I haven't even been on the the, the the social medias to know what people are saying about comics yet. People slacking. I got a lot of catching up to do. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm gonna get caught up. Uh, Excalibur number twenty three, and we've got Extreme Carnage Toxin number one. You know, Toxin's one of the new symbiotes appeared in Planet of the Symbiotes number three. So. And take that for what it is. And we got a Scotty Young variant and a uh, connecting variant. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Uh, Kazar. Lord Savage Land, number one. Uh, we got one, two, three, four, five covers total on here. Um, yeah, they're going to try to make Kazar relevant. So take that for uh, what it is. You know, I mean, they try to bring Kazar into the MCU. I'm thinking some of his uh, miniseries stuff is probably going to have a some sort of play into future storylines with him on the, the the screen, you know? They wouldn't be trying to create more material for him if they didn't plan on using him, right? Think about it. Now, am I saying you're going to be able to move this book right away? You know, if you're trying to make a dollar on it? No. <laughs> no. Um, but I don't think it's bad to have one, you know? You know? Uh, let's see here. They keep doing these connecting uh, card variants and... Yeah, you know, I, I gotta say they failed miserably with my first attempt at collecting the, uh, what was it, the Heroes Reborn connecting card variant, like the nine-piece whatever, because the borders don't make sense. You know, it was a total fail. The, the It doesn't display well on the wall at all. So, mm, yeah, kind of lost me there, Marvel. It's, you know, maybe if the next time around I see that they're getting their shit together, I'll have faith, but they botched this one. Uh, Savage Avengers, number 24. We've got Shang-Chi, number 4. Keep your eye on this series, people. Let's see, it's Shang-Chi versus the Fantastic Four. Um, they're, they're gonna... <laughs> they're gonna use... They're gonna use, uh, the, the, these, these new characters and stuff that are popping up in this series, so... There's a sister right there, too. This might be the first... No, it's not the first cover appearance, my bad. The 1 in 50 of Shang-Chi number 3 is the first cover appearance of... Uh, what's her name? Uh, I don't know. She's got a stick. Yeah. She's got a stick. And she's going to fight the fire guy with that wooden stick. Stick better be good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. You know. I, 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 I am excited. He said monotone. Uh, no, really, I am. I, I want to see what they do with the... Uh, with the old Shang-Chi. And then there's a Miles Morales 10th anniversary variant. We've got Dr. Aphra, number 14. Two covers, three covers there. Star Wars High Republic, number 7, getting a second printing. Mm. And guess what? I don't have an image reveal on this cover. So, you know, would it be uh, uh, Darth Crawl? You know? And if that's the... I mean, I know that technically Darth Crawl was on the... Uh, the Mike Mayhew exclusive variant. You know, it was the first cover appearance. But do you count uh, exclusives as official first? You know, because they're not distributed to the masses. I don't know. Like, that's, uh, it's, I guess CGC decides that. Now, I, once again, I don't even know if this is going to be the first cover appearance of them. Now, am I going to pick up the second printing blindly? <laughs> yeah. 
It's the first appearance of a badass Jedi and a badass Sith. Duh. Duh. Jesus. Um, let's see here. Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters number four, a little five-parter, and two covers there. Um, no, I take that back. Three covers. And then the action figure variant is my man, IG-88. <sighs> so cool, man. He's my favorite droid. And then, uh, let's see here. Oh, shit. Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters Jabba the Hutt, number one. The first appearance of Diva Lompop getting a, a second printing as well. Um, I won't be picking up as many of these second printings of this as I would be uh, the uh, Star Wars High Republic number seven second printing. Um, but that's 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 because I think the real value is the B cover of the the first print because that's the first cover appearance. Um, there's no you know ooh, what if her first cover appearance pops up on the the second printing? That's not going to be uh, the case on this one. So, um, but it is still uh, going. It's clearly going to be a prevalent character. I would not be surprised for a second if we see her pop up. And October in the Boba Fett series on Disney Plus. I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't. So, yeah, man. Uh, take it for what it is. Now, yeah, the second printing of her first appearance. Yeah. I'm gonna pick up one. Let's put it that way. Uh, let's see here. And then we have X Force number 23, and there's a, a Scon variant on this one, and that is uh, that is good. Um, yeah, no, I'm a hundred percent behind all <sighs> X-Force still amazing alright people so that's it that's, those are all the FOCs that's Marvel if I had to pick what the big book is this week there's not really a super standout you know even between uh, Lunar and Diamond combined I mean I guess Batman 112 is a coin toss you know Peacekeeper X I don't know uh, let's see Defenders Omnimax I don't know. I can't really say for sure because I didn't read the first one. Um, I don't know, man. Honestly, I'm kind of thinking the one to keep an eye on as of right now is the Star Wars High Republic number seven second printing. Uh, that that one might be something. It kind of depends on what's on that cover, I guess. Um, yeah, no real super standout gotta haves this week on the FOCs as far as you know. This is the money book. But there's definitely some some real good shit to keep your eye on. Like Dead Box is still one, you know. Pick up number one and number two the same week. Do it. Uh, Barbaric the third printing. Like I said, it's kind of reprints that have my eye. So, yeah, man. Uh, still good stuff though. Lots of great reads. It's not all about the money, people. It's really not. The uh, the, the a good read goes a long way down the road. Um, so as long as you're patient, there's still always potential. Um, all right, that's it. I'm going to take a, a quick little breaky-poo. I'm going to leave you with an Apocalypse promo, and I'll be right back to talk about the books later. They hit your slots on the 18th, 18th of August. I'll be right back.
What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast. We have two shows every week, and both of our shows are about everything that is pop culture and nerdum. That's right. We talk about movies. We talk about comics. We talk about video games. We talk about role-playing games. We talk about Dungeons and & Dragons, and so much more. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. Also, while you're at it, Go ahead and like our page on Facebook, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 3 Fat Nerds Pod. And of course, you can check out our website, 8122productions.com. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy the show. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. That's later, nerds. As promised, I am back to talk about the books coming out on the seventeenth, uh, eighteenth. Just kind of depends on whether it's lunar or uh, diamond at this point. But yeah, let's uh, let's start out with lunar though. These are going to be the DC and the Scouts and the the Ahoys, as stated previously. So well, let's let's see what's coming out. Let's start with the uh, Batman Catwoman number six, uh, another Jim Lee badass variant. I got a few covers there, and through this part, I'm gonna really just kind of fly through unless there's something uh, new and noteworthy to talk about. So, because like I said, you've already you've already ordered these books, right? I'm not gonna hype these up anymore. <laughs> uh, Clown Hunter, Secret Files, uh, or I guess Batman Secret Files, Clown Hunter. So one shot. This is one that I said, you know, we you, you, you never know, people. You never know. I, uh, I I'm really hoping they they do a big reveal in this. I I think I ordered three or four of them. You know, fingers crossed. We'll see. Uh, regardless, I I don't know. I guess it'd be the first uh, solo story featuring Clown Hunter, right? This character takes off the way I hope. I'm gonna I'm gonna be all right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there was two covers there. Catwoman number thirty-four coming out this week. Uh, all right. So yeah, this is this is something here. Um, so they're they're doing like the Dark Knight's Death Metal. There's like a soundtrack special edition, and the the, the tracks all feature you know new bands and stuff. And there's there's some uh, yeah there's some music to go along with this. Now most of it. Most of the music affiliated with this, I could uh, definitely leave more than take. And on, on this particular album, not for me. Um, I'm not saying don't pick this up or whatever. I'm just saying like, this isn't something I'd go after. I don't know what these cost. Let's see here. Is there a price on here? Oh, 1155 is retail. Limited to 3,000 units. So there probably is going to be some sort of collectability to this. Whether or not your shop has it, I don't know. Um, retails eleven fifty five. Who knows what the shop will put it up as? If it's only limited to three thousand, you don't know what they're gonna do. And some shops, they they, yeah, they they, they uh, price things fair market value. You know, when it comes to stuff like this, when it's clearly limited, and you know there's gonna be a demand for it. So keep that in mind. Uh, but don't be a scumbag if you can get it for cover price and snag a bunch of them because that's a uh, it's a scumbag thing to do. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Dark Knight's Death Metal. If you're into Rise Against, then... Yep. Uh, <laughs> Flash number 773. 
Uh, let's see here. Jorge Corona getting a card stock. Nice. Uh, Papa, Legend of the Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. We got Nice House on the Lake, number two, second printing. Uh, Nightwing, number 83. This is good stuff, people. This is good stuff. Uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, number 111. Shazam, number two. Mm-hmm. Stargirl, or uh, what the fuck? Supergirl. Woman of Tomorrow, number three. Mm-hmm. Superman and the Authority, number two. This is one that, I don't know, keep your eye on. Um, it's just a little four-party. I don't know how they're going to go with this. You know, I don't think I read number one, to be honest. But, uh, I'm having them just in case, you know. Uh, let's see here. Superman, red and blue, number six. That's wrapping up. Uh, a little six-parter. Uh, and then Truth and Justice, number seven, wrapping up as well. If you're a Zatanna fan, then, uh, yeah. Jung-Goon Yoon? Jung-Goon? Yoon, I think is how you say that. I don't know, but if you're a Zatanna fan, then this is a good cover. If you're into more Eastern type of art, I guess. It is kind of Derek Chu art dermy in a way. I mean, it is like a fleshed out manga type of art, you know. Uh, but I love some Zatanna. Oh, I don't know, I might be on it. Uh, so yeah, that's that's... Everything coming out from uh, Lunar next week. All your Tuesday releases. Let's see what's happening on Wednesday. Uh -huh. Alright. Uh, let's start with Vault. Vault Comics next week. We've got Hollow Heart, number six. Couple covers there. Uh, we've got XO. Fuck. Yes. XO's back, bitches. So far, most anticipated book of the week for me. Um, I'm... Loving this. I mean, it's Dennis Hallam doing... <laughs> I've missed EXO so much. So much. We've had quite the gap in between issues several times. But mm, hopefully it's back on schedule again and we can get some regular releases because EXO has been amazing. Um, now we go to Source Point. Never mind. Nothing from Source Point this week. How's about Second Sight? From second set, we've got The Edge, number two. Two covers there. Who's doing The Edge? Uh, Marvin Wynn. Right on. Art by Mark V. Sweet. Yeah, second set. Pretty, uh, pretty new to the mainstream. They're putting out good stuff. I'll tell you what, I read Duplicate. Uh, Carla Nappi sent me Duplicate. For whatever reason, I, I, I pre-ordered Duplicate. You know, I, I interviewed Carla Nappi to talk about Duplicate pre-ordered it but for whatever reason I, just, I don't know i don't know what the right reason was but my shop hasn't been getting anything second sight that i've been ordering i don't know wh whose fault that is i don't know um but with that being said uh I, I reached out to to carla and she she hooked me up with some readers and oh shit <laughs> I know that's not what we're talking about right now. My point is, is that Second Sight Publishing puts out good books. Is The Edge one of them? I don't know. You might have to find out for yourself on Wednesday. Uh, let's see here. What do we have uh, from Scoot Comics, which is the uh, the young reader line from Scout. We've got Stanley the Snowman, number one. Had Austin Janowski on the podcast a while back to talk about the Stanley Snow the Snowman Kickstarter. And now here we are, through Scoot, floppy in hand, 
That sounds gross. Um, <laughs> nothing gross about this book, though, people. I actually already got this copy through my uh, uh, Scout subscription box. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, you know, it's, it's great for kids, is what it is. You know, it's a snowman in July. It's what we fucking need right now. It's hot. Uh, from Scout, we've got Sam and his Talking Gun, number four, and we've got a reprint of Broken Souls Ballard, number one. Ooh, we gotta love it when a scout book goes and do a second print. Ah, uh, Oni. From Oni Press, we've got Jana and the Unpossible Monsters, number five. Two covers there. Uh, Mad Cave, never mind. We have nothing from Mad Cave this week. Erase that from your brain. From Keen Spot. Yeah. What is, what do I got here going on here? Junior High Horror. Walking Flu Vaccinated. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, listen, okay. Alright. Uh, then we've got... Jesus Christ. It's the walking flu is what it's supposed to be. Right. Now, I will say this. If you're into homage covers and <laughs> horror stuff, yeah, no, you'd probably be into this. Um, I just... I don't want to talk about fucking <sighs> vaccines and shit. I know, I just went on about duplicate and the entire premise of that story is vaccines and stuff, but I don't... It's not a parody. It's just creepy. Um, this, this is clearly a fucking parody. Mm, yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Ninjas and Robots, number nine. And those are the two books coming out of Keen Spot this week. Oh, yeah, I talk about the little, little guys, too. How about Heavy Metal? How about Heavy Metal? Maybe another time. Uh, Jesus Christ, just so much scrolling. Any Antarctic? And we got a little Antarctic. We've got Death by Life, number five. Exciting Comics, 13. Gold Digger, 283. Out of Body Experience, number three. Mm-hmm. This is one that I'm on. You bet your balls. Um, wait, no. No, this isn't what I thought it was. No, this is one that I missed. Huh. Yeah, I fucked up and missed this one. Um, Teether. Long and Lonesome Road. <laughs> I can't hear it long and lonesome road without thinking of Tenacious D. Bigger Angels. Um, well, what is this? Yeah, Teether. That looks badass, man. Just a one shot for four bucks. Get some. David Hutchinson doing the art and the the writing. Get some indeed. Look at you, Antarctic. Catching my eyeballs and whatnot. Valkyrie Saviors, number two of a little three-parter. There's two covers on that one. So, a uh, few books coming out of Antarctic this week. Uh, Aftershock, we've got Beyond the Breach, number two. Mm-hmm. And God Tremors, it's another one-shot. So, uh, I loved the first issue of Beyond the Breach. I have a uh, an interview scheduled. Well, somebody that worked on this book. Guess who it might be. I don't know, you're just going to have to find out, wait and see. Um, yeah, no, this book was good enough for me to reach out and go, Hey, bro. Okay. It's a dude. Um, I'll give you that much. I want to talk about this. And they're like, yeah, man. Let's, let's like do this. And I was like, sweet. We're going to do it this day. And they were like, yeah, no, that's probably going to work. Because that's how scheduling interviews works. In case you didn't know. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I can't wait to talk about this book with the creator of this book. Oh, man. Aftershock doing good things. Uh, a blaze. We have Cimmerian um, Maneaters of Zamboala, number two. And uh, yeah, four covers on it. Mm -hmm. Look at that Daredevil homage cover. Yep. 
Uh, how about Boom? Boom Studios, we've got Eat the Rich. This is one that the speculators are sniffing out. Could be big. Could be big. I know it's five issue miniseries. I don't know. How big will it be? I don't know. But regardless, uh, and then uh, Jenny Frisson, if it is big, Jenny Frisson getting a variant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. We've, we all learned from uh, Something is Killing the Children, right, people? When Boom puts out a dope-ass book, you get the Jenny Frisson cover. That's just how it goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I totally ordered a couple of these. Um, just because, I mean, it seems like an interesting premise, and I was really pleased to see that after ordering it, you know, people people in the, the spec community are like, yeah, how do you guys feel about this one? And it was, it was a resounding, yeah, no, I picked up fucking 50 of them. So, yeah, man. Um, I can't wait to read it is what it comes down to. And that's always, I want to, I, I want to make sure that that's, that's known too. I'm a reader more than I'm a, I'm a collector and speculator. You know, I like the fact that the shit that I love can be paid for by itself. You know, and that's, this is all just perpetually paying for itself. That's why I got into speculating. You know, I just, I mean, <laughs> you get good at it and yeah, I, I hardly ever spend any of my own money at this point. You sell enough comics, it pays for the next week. You know? It's just fucking, right? Pre-order your books. Jesus Christ, you can afford it. It's easier that way when you just pre-order your books. Get that discount and then uh, listen to the podcast. Know what books to go big on. And we all... Uh, it just makes the world better. I don't know, people. Firefly. Uh, brand new verse number six to give us there. We got Power Rangers number ten and Save Yourself number three. So those are all the boom books coming out this week. Once again, Eat the Rich is probably the the one so far out of everything this week. I I have my eye on the most. Uh, how's about Addy W? We've got Bermuda number two. The the issue number one was amazing as expected. I ex. I had no doubts. <laughs> Fucking John Lehman, people. Um, yeah, no, stay on Bermuda. You're, you're going to love it. It's only a four-part or two. Uh, Glazira, Monsters and Protectors, number five. Uh, Star Wars Adventures, number eight. And Star Wars High Republic Adventures, number seven. So those are your IDW books coming out next week. Aren't you going to say something about the Star Wars books and speculating? Not this week. Not every time, people. Not every time. Dark Horse. From Dark Horse, we got Black Hammer Visions, number 7. Uh, we've got Critical Role, Vox Machina, Chapter 3, Issue 3. Killer Queens. Oh, yes. Killer Queens, number 1. Uh, let's see here. Three covers? I'm, uh... I, uh... I'm gonna have uh, David Bohr on the podcast to talk about this as well. You know? So we're gonna talk about Kanto? I already said that, huh? I was gonna have David Bohr on the podcast. Maybe I didn't, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and uh, I'm, I'll, I'll check out Killer Queens, a little four-parter, you know, normally would this be the book for me, that says, hey, Brian, this is your book, no, probably wouldn't be, but on account of, I know how badass this creator is, then, fuck, <laughs> who knows, who knows, maybe it'll get me hooked, it's just a little four-parter. Uh, Rangers of the Divide, number four, wrapping up its little four-part miniseries. Savage Hearts, number two. Harrow Country, number two. And, uh, that's it for old Dark Horse this week. How about Image? 
from the image books coming out we have asunder number 18 jeff lemire getting a b cover look at that i like that i can pinpoint jeff lemire art from a uh a uh shit what do you call it um thumbnail perspective yeah yeah is that uh predominant now uh with his art he's so much more than a writer people compass number three uh department of truth uh <laughs> oh boy department of truth number one replacement sixth and final printing now i want i don't know what the barcode is going to read on this i don't know if it's going to read as the seventh printing or if it's still going to read as the sixth printing um well it says yeah okay it's going to be the sixth printing but it's probably going to read as a sixth printing b cover more than likely because it's the replacement, because if you didn't know, this was supposed to be the A cover, and they mixed the 1 in 25 yellow cover up with this one, so now everyone's got the one that... Yeah. Um, well, the replacement cover means something, um, because technically this is the 1 in 25 of the 6 and air quote final printing. Uh, it's going... Well, I don't know. It's going to be a variant. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I still say yeah. You know, well, I don't go big on it. God, I hope they don't do a fucking 1 in 25 variant on this. That'd be stupid. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Um, home. Number 5, wrap it up. It's a little fifth issue there. Homesick Pilots, number 8. Jupiter's Legacy. Requiem, number 3. Uh, Lazarus Risen, number 6. Maneaters Cursed, number 2. Noctera, number six. Loving the shit out of Noctera. Is that a new cover appearance? Yeah, there's a... So, no, if, if you're a speculator at all, then and if this series does take off, then there's going to be a first appearance of several new characters on the cover. So, Queen Bee. Yep. I'm calling it right now. So, yeah. Uh, this book, this series takes off. Issue number six, the C cover, is the one that you're looking at. Gonna be, gonna be something. Uh, Radiant Black number five getting a third printing. Oh, it's the ten, uh, one in ten incentive. All right, and then Radiant Black number seven as well coming out this week. We've got Second Chances number one. Got eleven image number one, right? You never know. I can just grab one on this one. Uh, time before time number four. And then Walking Dead Deluxe number 21 in color. So those are all of the indie books and whatnot coming out from Diamond next week. But let's wrap this, uh, let's wrap this son of a bitch up with Marvel with uh, Black Cat number 9. Now, there's a 1 in 25 on this that I have a feeling there's going to be a certain amount of people a certain group of people that are going to be offended uh, by the, uh, the the position of black cat in this. It's a little unnecessarily sexual, if you you know what I mean. Um, now we've we've seen what happens in the past with those covers. You know they get banned and all of that. So I don't know, man. Was it the one in twenty five? Right? Let me just double check that. Double checking, double checking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, done by Sway. Um, like I said, it's a, 
It's unnecessarily sexy. Now, does that mean it's bad? No. No, it's a good cover. But I, And I'm not saying it's wrong or anything like that. And I, maybe it's not even not unnecessary. But I could see some people going off and saying, You know? And probably just like that, too. So, uh, One other thing I'm seeing here that I'm not seeing featured on Diamond's site is that there's a, a variant cover done by Art Adams. It's a 70th anniversary, you know, like the old framed variants. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see it here. I don't know if it's exclusive somewhere. Uh, but if that's the case, it's a shame that they would bring back that that anniversary comic character framing to just do it one time exclusively. Unless whoever the, the, the exclusive shop doing this uh, does a whole line of them. I don't know. Uh, normally, Key Collector doesn't have uh, prices or, yeah, the fair market value assigned this far ahead. And with this, it says 18 bucks. So I'm thinking it's an exclusive. Um, I don't know. But there's one thing I want to point out about this cover. Is that, um, and I don't know why I'm pointing it out. Uh, maybe I just want somebody to either confirm or deny the uh, the lopsidedness of her uh, her uh, breastal area, because it looks like if she were wearing a bra, only one of them pieces is working. Because there's a perky one, and there's a I just got done breastfeeding boom. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, just saying. I just want to point that out. I don't know. I'm not not to say, oh, don't buy this because the art's wrong. I just want somebody else to see what I'm seeing. You know, maybe maybe I'm I'm wrong on that. And my, yeah, I just, but the perspective just seems a little weird. That's all. So yeah, right off the bat, Black Cat, there's there's stuff to talk about. Um, Gamma Flight, number three. Uh, and then we got Guardians of the Galaxy number 17 tying into the, the last Annihilation story here um, Iron Man number 11 yeah I gotta wish Iron Man were better right now it's good it's not bad but I wish it were more you know not really developing the character much um, Kang the Conqueror number 1 you know, I talked about this one it's potential you know you never know um, we'll, we'll, we'll see uh, I know the shops are going to order the shit out of this. There's some... Let's see. What was the the 1 in 50 on this? Uh, yeah, the Stegman variant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. I will... I mean, the the, the the A cover itself, the Dumb Mundo is great. It is, it's marked down here to be the origin of Kang, but I'm pretty sure the origin of Kang has been told twice already, at least. So take that for what you will. But um, regardless, I think them... Developing Tang, Kang the Conqueror stories, I think it's just silly not to have some sort of inclination to think that maybe these uh, stories will be used in some, at the very least, loose form down the road. Because Kang's here, people. It's happening. And, yeah. Um, let's see here. Bunch of covers on it, though. Uh, the Scotty Young cover seems to be getting a little bit of heat. We'll see. Um, Marauders number 23 coming out this week Miles Morales annual you know tying into the whole infinite destinies take that for what you will uh, Moon Knight number 2 gotta love that Sinister War number 3 
Uh, let's see here. Who's who's on the handbook cover there? Craven. Sweet. Uh, Spider-Woman number 14. Star Wars number 16. Bunch of covers there. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters. No, War of the Bounty Hunters number 3. Gotta love that. Uh, Star... No, no, no. The Marvels number 4. Uh, Warhammer 40k. Battle si or Sisters of Battle, I mean. Number 1. Well, Warhammer books actually did alright the first time around, at least the first issue. Uh, Way of X, number five. X Corp, number four. Uh, pretty excited about Trial of Magneto, number one. You know, and develop Scarlet Witch's story further. There's some great covers to go along with this, a little five-part miniseries. Gotta love it. And uh, looks like that's how we're going to wrap up this song bitchin' podcast. Lots of stuff to be excited about. Once again, nothing super crazy, but I think really the one to keep your eye on is that that 1 in 25 Black Cat variant. Because a 1 in 25 is going to be accessible, you know? Um, and a 1 in 50, yeah, it's fuck. I think there'd be no doubt. But the, I'm definitely going to try to get my hands on this. This is the incentive of the week, if you were to ask me. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, there's, there's good stuff this week, people. I'm real excited about Clown Hunter. Uh, I really want to know what this Black Cat, uh, anniversary variant, anniversary variant is exclusive to. Because, like I said, it's not available through Diamond, from what I'm seeing here, so. I don't know, man. Uh, another thing to keep in mind, uh, free comic book day. There's, a there's a bunch of DC incentive variants, a bunch of foils, like 1 in 500s, 1 in 100s, I think there's a, yeah, yeah, so there's a bunch of shiny variants and stuff, so yeah, keep that in mind when you're, you know, by the way, happy free comic book day when that comes around, you know, that's coming up soon, um, I guess I could talk about that a little bit, you know, before I let you go, I think it's kind of obvious the books to look out for though, you know, that House of Slaughter already doing fairly well, um, both the Star Wars books doing pretty decent, selling for around 10 bucks, I believe, a piece, if I'm not mistaken, at least one of them is, um, you know, if I had to pick a, uh, a long shot free comic book day book, damn, um, you know, uh, We Live, you know, I don't see a lot, enough people talking about We Live, so... I think I think that's another one because the, the way my shop does it, you know, you, you get I think you get the first three free, and you could buy as many of as you want for I think it's two bucks a piece or something like that. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, you're you're getting enter, or yeah, enter the house of slaughter, and then the two Star Wars books for free if you're me, right? And those, those are the cases. And then you know you got to pick out a few more. Uh, I think we live is definitely one of them for sure is there a tick book this week or this year i don't think there is if there is i hmm yeah shit was this fuck i don't a free comic book day without tick it can't be right i don't know i'm gonna have to look uh double check but yeah i don't know i mean it's i think it's kind of obvious people but regardless i think it'd be weird if i didn't talk about free comic book day because motherfuckers there's fucking free comic book day this week this year you know it's gonna be a real goddamn thing it's oh it's good i know that there was fcbd books last year but it's it wasn't an event you know there was nobody lining up so 
It's, it's exciting, man. It's exciting. Let's 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 deal with some normalcy for a second again before we decide shit's gonna change again. Who knows? You never know. So let's just let's let's enjoy it. Let's not take it for granted this year. You know, go out and enjoy it safely. Obviously, you know, still be safe. Don't fucking crowd around people and shit. Obviously, you, know, you fucking know this. I I went so good. I was doing so good without cursing, and then I start talking about Free Comic Book Day. And I just, ugh, fuck, fuck, Tourette's the shit out of it. Um, <laughs> all right, people, that's it. Um, remember, check out Inked Marketing, NSCLiveTV.com. And did you think, did you think that I forgot to tell you about my favorite fucking sponsor? That mm-hmm, I know I'm talking about uh, favoriting and whatnot, but uh, when it comes down to it, he who sends me the most comics. Gets <laughs> gets my favor. And really what it comes down to, honestly, is fucking customer service from Nerds Forever. You know, that's my, my, the, the, the new affiliate that I'm absolutely in love with. I love being sponsored by another shop. And, uh, yeah, Nerds Forever. 307nerdsforever.com. Or if you just so happen to be passing through Newcastle, Wyoming on some sort of random road trip... Like, I just so happened to take this year. I just went the opposite direction. And I guarantee if I were going in any direction uh, remotely close to Newcastle, I would have I popped in and spent all types of time in there, man. Because it's just, it's, it's the best goddamn customer service you could ever want when, when dealing with a comic book shop. And if you sign up with a pull list through Tarl and Nerds Forever, then you are offered FOC discounts, pre-order discounts, people. So, yes, doing it right, doing it right. So do not sleep on 307nerdsforever.com. Ugh, get it, man. Um, and uh, leave. remember, remember, you got to leave those five-star reviews. You made it this far on the podcast, and if you haven't left an Apple five-star review, you are obligated to do so. I don't think you're allowed to listen to another episode until you leave the five-star review. I'm going to have to check with Spotify and Apple on that, but I just, I, I don't know, I don't think, I don't think it works that way. Um, and that's just the right thing to do. Leave the goddamn review, people. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. Alright, I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. I command you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, you fuckers. Hi, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. 
just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list, the top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role playing, uh, I don't know anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily, dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a... uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle i'm here to let you know that you are not alone so come laugh at uh our pain together every single weekday every place you can catch a podcast check out the real brains with brian wayne remember stay sane hey what's up everybody this is joey galvez i want to tell you guys a little bit about the department of metahuman affairs this one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're gonna get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 